So what if we went back in history and legend to a time when armies used to consist of maybe a thousand people apiece and the risk of even that many people or maybe the risk of the current or surrounding countryside was considered extensive so that a call would go out to the leaders of the armies to select their champions. So what if cultures all over the world from the samurai to the Mongols and Turks and medieval knights and Native Americans had this tradition, the code of the warrior, so that learning to master some pretty complicated arms brought with it also the knowledge of when not to reach for them so that all parties understood that their honor lay in abiding by the result of that fight. What if our current modern media allows us to kind of revive that code because the entire world can witness and judge such fights. And we can, by using this, minimize collateral damage as well as any kind of destruction of our historic and natural resources. What if the contents of that media right now, from our increasing need for graphic violence to our love for reality shows, in a way foreshadows the return of the gladiators so that we can go beyond just bringing the gritty images of real war to people's living rooms like we did in the previous case with media, but actually introduce the watchers to individual combatants as people who have dreams and desires and fears and histories. And then we can watch them and feed this need for violence as we collectively root for them as they fight and grieve for them as they die. What if we took this media and knew this one soldier and we followed it as a reality show so that we could have fewer soldiers following for, uh, fighting for these causes? And then we said we will have ever abide by their results. And then what if in some bright future we actually grew civilized enough to replace these public war games by maybe virtual wars and then true Olympics, including math Olympics, and debate and international contests of art and programming and craftsmanship. So talent and experience could stand up and represent their own nations in honest and honorable combat. What if that would lead us to stop glorifying violence so much and actually we would come to prize things like skill building and dedication and innovation and sportsmanship? What if we took some of our military budgets and diverted them so that we would be spending that money to improve the knowledge base of all, improve opportunities, select the best in every field, and train them so that we would actually take whatever innate skill they had and hone it to a razor's edge in the interest of us all? What if there emerged a social science called Olympology that would then study the correspondence between certain kinds of conflict and certain kinds of contests, matching up, for instance, technology competitions to disputes over rare minerals and artistic performances to those over the ownership of ancient artifacts and stewardship over natural resources to the right 
to utilize them. What if this field would develop, determined through some complicated set of negotiations and referenda, uh, the inclusion of certain kinds of contests or exclusion of them or the rules? What if it would study the optimal conditions and the limiting conditions under which the said contests could contain uh, an element of fairness in them and they could be seen by the entire world to be remaining fair? What if uh, some transnational organizations took up the causes of minorities or refugees who are now traditionally in, in engaging in non-traditional war? And then we would have uh, these competitions opened up to a wider uh, group of interests. And what if protests were held over inequalities of uh, either aptitude or training resources that would give favor uh, to one group over the other? And governments and Olympic alliances would try to go out there and attract and nurture the best talent out there in every significant field so that our entire race could actually leapfrog in this amazing exponential level of balanced development. But at the same time, what if we were rocked by scandals of corruption and bias as individual opportunists or sources of power tried to manipulate the system? as it probably would happen. And what if one party or another eventually convinced themselves that weaknesses in the system justified their treachery? Because warrior legends actually admit of treachery, although never by the party whose legends they are. So what if bombs started to fall on our champions in their stadiums and their concert halls? and their laboratories? And what if in retaliation and in a need to police the conduct that was supposed to come from our shared honor, we found ourselves abandoning this most amazing global experience, this experiment that we started, and found ourselves returning to our weapons and our bloodshed and our wars like a dog returning to his vomit or an Ouroboros forever feasting on his tail. But what if there's hope in every event where we actually sublimate our aggression and our ethnocentric tendencies and say, let us race each other in some kind of wholesome pursuit? And what if there is hope, as recently as in the Southern, uh, Southern Africa's uh, World Cup, where one after other African team fell out of the race and one after other, uh, after other uh, African nation transferred their allegiance to their neighbors. And these are neighbors that are normally at each other's throats, but suddenly you have this amazing brotherhood of a very troubled continent. What if there is hope? And what if we can actually uh, bring up children who grow to decorate their rooms with enemy soccer players and enemy jazz musicians and enemy marine biologists and honor them in their triumphs and in their ability to take their defeat with dignity.